Welcome to Be The Light Podcast. This podcast is about building a momentum of positive change and healing in you by shining the light on teachers and the wisdom they have to share with us to help us to remember our inner light and to continue to grow. I'm your host, Maria Kammerer. Thanks for joining me today. Dear listeners, I am so excited to share this conversation with you today. It's a conversation with a dear friend and teacher of mine, Franz Dina. Franz is a global professional Reiki teacher, and he co-founded the International House of Reiki and is author of many must-have books if you are practicing Reiki or if you're interested in the system. His latest book is Reiki Insights. It's a beautiful um, almost meditation uh, that you can practice daily, which I love, and Inner Heart of Reiki. Franz has been an inspiration to me because he really lives Reiki. Reiki is his way of life and being, and that kind of aliveness just radiates out to all of his students and through all of his work. So I'm so excited and I hope you enjoy this conversation today. As we talk about the system of Reiki, we talk also about emptiness, playfulness, and spirituality. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. So. Good evening, Maria. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. It's been absolutely wonderful. I, I adore your work and I love it. Oh, thanks, Franz. Thanks for meeting me and to talk about Reiki and really, you know, there's so many ways that you've enriched my life. Thank you. And this podcast is about helping others to find ways to cultivate their happiness and to find healing. And so I wanted to share what you bring to me all the time, which is the practice of Reiki, the system of Reiki, and your own like your own inner joy. Yeah. And also, I also collected a lot of questions from some of your students. Oh, so that's exciting! That's <laughs> I thought, exciting. I thought if we get into you know, if I have nothing more to say to you, then we could do the Plan questions. B. That's good. <laughs> Plan B is great. Wow. Yes. Um, so. There's so many, I, like I give Reiki treatments a lot, and over the last couple of years, it seems like there's a lot more stress, a lot more unhappiness, and it's like it's been amplified in yeah. a way. Um, what would you, you know, is there something that you would say to somebody who's like really stressed or, you know, Reiki is really a system to help with stress and worry and anger. Would, yeah. Like a simple... What do you, you know, I think uh, I, when I was young, we had the first computers and we were all thinking, wow, we're going to work less, we've got more <laughs> fun time. Actually, that didn't happen. Uh, and now these computers are, you know, like constantly beeping, doing all sorts of things. I was just reading an article in a Dutch newspaper about uh, how stressful it is for young kids to be on these uh, social media uh, groups mm. because each time they hear a ding or they want to belong to a group or they don't want to belong to a group, they constantly... So there's a lot of stress, I think, you know, in mm. the young generation. 
And one of these things, I think, when we uh, focus so much on computers and iPhones and whatever, we're so in our head. So for me, it's stimulating this really concern, worry feeling. Mm. And we all know when we're worried, we're very much in a headspace and it's much harder to actually uh, facilitate that calmness. So yeah, really uh, within the system of Reiki, doing deep breathing practices so that mm. we start to feel more centered, more grounded, more in our body actually. And I right. think sometimes we really forget that through all this modern technology, we go so out of our body, but actually really being in our body, mm. uh, I see more and more as being really important. Yeah, I've, I've um, had that experience myself where I've had aches or pains and not even really realize them, mm. not able to feel them. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing um, to, when you do practice Reiki or when you start to pay attention to your breath, it's all of a sudden your body starts to wake up. <laughs> In yeah, a way, it's absolutely. like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, that's our, because it releases in a way. Like yeah. my, I remember thinking one day, um, my neck had been so tight and then suddenly I was like, oh, that's what a neck is supposed to feel like. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, this is what a, what a mind wow. is supposed to feel like or what yeah. a body is supposed to feel like yeah. or our energy is supposed to feel like. Yeah, so and for me, loose. that is really the system of Reiki trying to remember that again. You know, what is it supposed to feel like? Right. What is our natural yeah. way of being supposed to yeah. What is it like anyway? It's like sometimes even you haven't experienced it at all. Well, that's it for so many people. I think we might experience when we're very young. Mm. Uh, like mm. I remember my, my son when he was very young. Uh, one day he was uh, joining into a, a seminar and afterwards he said, Oh, Dad, why are they talking about feeling energy <laughs> and stuff like that? And I said, Well, why are you asking? He said, I feel it all the time. <laughs> but of course, then society kicks in and, you know, we go to school and, yeah. and then we forget. And yeah. so for me, it's about uh, re really remembering those things when we were young. And therefore also that playfulness and that happiness mm. when we were young. You know, you see these young kids, they're mm. so young and vibrant. The other day I was uh, at someone's place and their daughter is 11 and they said, oh, Franz, come outside and we do, <laughs> we do a little dance for mom and we do a little routine and a little show. And I joined in, we had to do a headstand and she was climbing on me and then we did a flip and whatever. But it, I felt so energized and so much fun after it, you know? And I think yeah. this is what we forget. So for me, actually, the system of Reiki is really about finding this inner joy again, this inner mm. vibrancy. Because mm. we've forgotten how to play. Yeah, or oh, relax, absolutely. Or rest we, yes, or any of that, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we can see that so much in our modern society. As adults, we are not allowed mm. to play. You know, we have to be adults, whatever that means. But for me, you or know, have to fit in. We have to fit so in. So you feel like yeah. stiff, or that yeah. you have to be a certain way, or this idea of being a perfect person. Yeah. Sometimes can be a real trap. Right? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. And I really like role models like the Dalai Lama. You know, mm. when you see them on stage, they were just so vibrant <laughs> and joyful. And, you know, they make funny jokes. And it's just, I think for me, the great role models of spirituality that it is not about being stiff and, oh, we have these spiritual rules, but actually it's about spiritual freedom, you know, and mm. that freedom comes from when. Our body is at ease, our mind is at ease, and our energy is at ease. Mm, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. So 
How would you explain Reiki to someone who's never experienced it? Oh, we have... I mean, there's a lot Lots of ways. Of, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of answers to that. We could say it's a Japanese practice what promotes well-being and healing. Uh, we can also say it's a Japanese spiritual practice. But for some people, the word spirituality mm. might put them off. And then we can say, oh, in that Japanese practice, there are five elements. So there's hands-on healing, there's meditation, there are precepts. So, for example, do not anger, do not worry. Then there is uh, in level two and level three, there's like symbols and mantras, what you can focus on for yourself so you don't get distracted by past, present, future. <laughs> and then there is something uh, called a reiju, what modernly we have translated as attunement or initiation, what is really like a spiritual blessing. Yeah. Mm. And then by practicing those five elements, hopefully we start to slowly, slowly, find that inner joy, that inner happiness again. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, will reflect in all we do, in our life, in the way we are, the way we move, the mm -hmm. way we, we eat, the way we play, the way we dance through life. Right? Right. So right. I think, yeah. Uh, there's an old character, and it's uh, in Japanese called Mu. And if you look at it, it means actually emptiness. Mm. And in the past, about four or 5,000 years ago, uh, the Chinese uh, uh, shamans were called masters of Wu. And Wu is the same kanji as Mu. Okay. And you, you see, again, emptiness. But within this character, you see people dancing. Mm. And I love that. You know, It's not that stiff spirituality where we have to be like this, but yeah. you know, it, it's that playfulness, we're dancing through life. Right. And if you think about it, we're dancing through life in this free space, then life becomes so much easier, life mm. becomes more joyful. Much more joyful. Yeah. But when you say um, emptiness, a lot of people conjure up all kinds of kind of negative things. Well, absolutely. That, that it could be yeah. boring or, yeah. or dead, what is left if it's empty. I yeah. think sometimes fear, because they don't think about or they haven't experienced it themselves. Yeah. But it's also, it's like empty of a separate self, right? Yes. Or empty yeah. of, yeah. Well, I mean, look, when we say uh, emptiness, then we have to say empty of what? Right. 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 And, uh, well, for example, in the system of Reiki, you have precepts. So empty of anger, empty mm. of worry. That if makes already, sense. <laughs> if, yeah, if we already think about that, that then life bam. becomes already so much easier, right? Why well, wouldn't it be great if I uh, have or softened my anger or yeah. softened my worry? Wow. And of course, when something is empty, we can feel it, Yeah. right? Yeah. But because it's empty, whatever we put in it, it we don't hold on to it. It's, it, it stays that empty form. So right. even if we put other elements into this emptiness, it's so vast that it doesn't stick, it doesn't hold, it doesn't yeah. uh, confine us, it actually, we, we, we stay open. So another word for emptiness for me is an open mind, so mm. we become more open-minded, mm. and when we become more open-minded, of course, we can accommodate more, right? And then you have room to dance. And then we have room to <laughs> dance, because in a small space, we, can, we can't dance, yeah, right? Yeah, because you're is, bumping into all of yeah, your Yeah, you're stuff. like this, and we get all stuck, and we feel, <laughs> oh, I can't move, I can't do anything. I can't breathe. Oh, I can't mm. breathe. And this mm. is often what people, you know, you can see it, how we're breathing. Actually, really interesting, we are at this retreat place now, and um, <laughs> when they uh, ring the bell for dinner, everybody comes, and then they do a little spiel the chef about dinner and then they say okay now everybody be quiet 
mm. and just a few minutes quiet. If you observe, Maria, tomorrow when it happens again, <laughs> you see actually no one standing with their arms hanging loose next to their body, mm. right? They all either have their hands in their pockets or like this, over like, their belly, over or, their belly or whatever. Yeah. So you can feel it's almost still, even if they say stand in this empty or this quiet space, mm. we still feel there is a certain need for holding on protection mm. instead of just. <sighs> and it's really I like I like to observe all of that because then for me also uh, the state of mind reflects our body. Yeah. Do you know what I right. mean? Right. We can see this very simple in an angry person. An angry person doesn't dance through life, <laughs> right? They don't really flow and move. They're like They're really stomping. stiff. They're stumping. Right? Like, <laughs> a worried person is the same thing. Right. But a person who feels really free, that spiritual freedom, oh, they move with grace through life. And that is just so beautiful to see. Mm, true. But they're also not floating off the ground. You see people also yeah. tiptoeing yeah. almost because they're getting so carried away with that mm. um, third eye or that heavenly energy yes. that we speak yeah. about, that they're barely touching the ground, yeah. you know, also, you know. Absolutely, there's always two elements to that. And uh, for me, this is uh, within the system of Reiki, you have uh, the precept, be grateful. Mm. And often that is all being grateful for oh, did you interviewing me or being grateful for a cup of tea <laughs> or being grateful for whatever. But for me to its essence, it actually comes back to being grateful for your body, for mm. your physical body. Because most of us, we're not really grateful for right. our physicality. And so therefore meditation often becomes an escape. We mm. try to escape and we go into this la-la land. What right. is wonderful, sometimes we all need to go to la-la land for a little bit and <laughs> you know, relax and dance in la-la land, but we need to dance happiness on earth, you know? Mm. And, and for me that says it already, happiness in earth, happiness in this earthy vessel. And so, for that really to take place, I need to be grateful for every single part of my body. Mm. So sometimes we might say, oh, I don't like this part of my body, mm. or I've got a pain, I hate that, or I've got this or that. But actually we need to be grateful for all of these. Actually, I think we have to be 150% grateful for our body. That's true. Because only at that moment, we can be grateful for everything else. Right. So it, it comes back, back into the body again. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's sometimes it's very it's hard to be grateful of the body, you know, yeah. because there's there's not just you know you don't just practice in your meditation chair or whatever or, or your room, but you're out in the world and yeah. the world around has so many messages for us. Yeah. So how do we deal with that? And and also and it I think messages about how our body should be or how yeah. our mind should be or that kind of thing or how we need to show up. It's almost like, and, and I think it takes time. It takes time to start to accept yeah. that, oh, my knee is hurting, yeah. but it's not a problem. It's, yeah. okay. it's okay. And to be grateful for the knee yeah. takes a long time to get there. Absolutely. I think this is why there is know? no, <laughs> there's no magic pill for mm. spirituality. You know, there is no, no shortcut. Mm, and, uh, you know, for me, Therefore, it's, uh, I know now we see a lot of this spiritual marketplace or... Mm, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and we tick a box that's done, that's done, and, 
And then we think, man, it's still not working because we don't really take the time to really go deeper into that space. And, and therefore, for me also, healing is not something we are doing when we get sick. Actually, right. it's something we have to start doing when we feel happy, yeah. right? when we yeah. feel joyful. Yeah. Because at that moment, our practice can be joyful. Mm. If we start to practice when we start to feel sick, we don't have often the energy to practice. And mm. we go, oh, it's not working. No, it's not working because you're feeling sick. You feel already mm. depleted. You feel already unhappy. But when you're happy and joyful, and then you start to practice. So I actually always say, you have to practice before shit hits the fan. Yeah. And we all know. That's so true. <laughs> one day, and we all know, absolutely, one day shit will hit the fan. Yeah. We cannot deny happen. this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to die one day and you're going to die one day and yeah. things will happen. But if we prepare ourselves before shit hits the fan, then we have this strong foundation, you know, mm-hmm. and then we can actually deal with whatever happens in a much better way that if we wait till that shit hits the fan. Right. And then we go like, oh man, this is a bit overwhelming. But in a way, we're a bit too late then. Yeah. Right. You're right. Because you need the inner strength yes. and the energy yeah. to be able to take care. Yeah. Take care you of yourself. You need that solid foundation. Body. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that takes time. On. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think people do, I mean, myself included, have had to learn to not be in a hurry. Yeah. And to and also to kind of redefine what is healing, right? Because, oh man, that's a big question. Yeah, know? that's a big subject. Absolutely. What yeah. is healing? What is healing? Yeah. You know, and to think about it because sometimes healing is yeah, my cough goes away. Yeah. Or um, the aches go away, but really it's like oh, my mind is so free. Yeah. I feel so good. Yeah. And actually, I accept my love handles <laughs> <laughs> my one pack instead of the six pack is that what you mean you know? yes indeed indeed because you know yeah. it's also yeah. it's like you in life you meet people who can't walk or who yeah. can't and then in an instant then you have an opportunity to say oh i am yeah. i am grateful for this yeah absolutely right? because you can see oh wow how many gifts there are right now wow. also yeah you know yeah. so healing is just even what, yeah, what is healing is a big... I mean, that's a big topic. And within the system of Reiki, of course, we have a wonderful mm. uh, tool for that, which is the precepts. You know, the precepts, yeah. do not anger, do not worry, be grateful, be true to your way and your being, and show compassion to yourself and others. And when we look at those, then ultimately we don't really see anything about a physical healing. We see really the healing of the mind. Mm. Uh, because again, we mm. all get old, we all hope, well... <laughs> Probably everybody will get aches and pains when we're growing old. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's the fact of life, you know. This table where we're sitting next to it will crack one day or yeah. these flowers will wilt yeah. or... And I will wilt one day, you yeah. know, and we know that already. <laughs> but maybe not so much because of the mask you had. No, no, I had a lovely you had mask. A facial. <laughs> yeah, I had a facial last night. You're glowing. Great. I'm glowing. <laughs> Younger every moment. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so um, part of the precepts, too, is the secret art of inviting happiness. Yeah. And so that's really what you're talking about is cultivating that inner joy or yeah. that inner happiness, yeah. too, right, to be able to dance through your life. 
I think so. Life is not meant to be serious, you know, and I think mm. we have made it now so serious mm. with work, with relationships, with mm. all sorts of things. And, and not that we have to be frivolous and go frivolous through life. Of course, there is a serious to it and to it. But it, at the same time, we can be dancing through it, you know, mm. and really be playful. Mm. And I think this is one reason also why so many relationships fall apart or... Mm. Um, friends fall apart or life falls apart because we miss that playfulness. We miss this community where we can be joyful and playful and where we yeah. feel good together, you know, in a joyful way. Yeah. Do you, that really brings up a question for me, actually. And sometimes I feel like people are running away from things, mm. you know, yeah. like relationships that don't work because yeah. there's no, like you say, juice. Yeah. in it anymore or life it's almost like we do we do you feel like we're discarding people in yeah, a way yeah. instead of facing like how do you bring it back to life in a way you know what i mean I, yeah can, can we, we're so quick to discard yeah. and move on but sometimes you have the same relationship with the next person well you know <clears throat> absolutely uh, I myself, we, I divorced three years ago and, uh, you know, we, we took a long time to go to counselling. Mm. So, so there's, I think there's always two ways. We have to keep trying for a while and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But then we can be playfully mm. or, you know, of course there's pain and discomfort, don't get me wrong. Right, right. But that we then still come together playfully as friends or acquaintances right. or, you know, and I think that is really important to realize. We don't have to keep hurting each other and Thank we you. can then dance together, just a different dance through life. Mm. But yeah, I think it's really important that uh, we, first of all, if we want to have that playfulness, we also have to find that playfulness first within ourselves, you mm. know, because... Mm. That is where where the key point is. You know, we, we often complain about a partner and whatever. Yeah, right. But right. first we need to find that playfulness within ourselves. And the more we find it, and then if the partner, for whatever reason, finds that difficult, well, yeah. or grows with you in that pay playfulness, and then we have different options. We can keep going or we can divorce. And then, mm. But, uh, yeah, I think it's really important then you know so, what you say, and then in a new relationship, don't fall into the same patterns, mm, but keep it playful, keep mm, it joyful, keep it... So finding it yeah. within yourself first is such a, such a key yeah. thing that you're saying, though, because it can be... I mean, you're talking about it through this, len like this lens of playfulness mm. or dancing, but you could also say if finding peace within, finding yes. Reiki within, finding joy within. Yeah. It has to be here. Yeah. Within you first. Yeah, that, that playfulness really comes from going deep within yourself. Yeah, I saw an ad a while ago, it was on one of those big billboards, you know, and it was about chocolate, find a piece of happiness. And I think, well, that's great, but it's a temporary happiness. And if we eat too much chocolate, we get a headache. But, you know, for me, it's, uh, it's really going within. So therefore, within a system of Reiki, and we see it within all serious spiritual practices, we all go within to really find that, you know, mm. and, and find that inner joy, that inner happiness, that inner playfulness, and that mm. can then flow out. Like, I see it a little bit as a well. Yeah. 
you know, often that well, for whatever reason, is a bit dried up or maybe it's frozen, you know, we're so, we've become so cold-hearted that this well is a little bit frozen. And then, of course, you know, we get in trouble because yeah. it's not that easy. Try to, to fill the a, well through fill the different well ways, not, right? Yeah. Uh, so, therefore, we need the heat of the practice, the heat of that love mm. and compassion and kindness and the heat of that playfulness mm. to melt that frozen juice you mm. know and so then it can flow again and mm. uh, I think we all know when you often you see it when kids play they they take off their jumper and you know because they get hot you know and it's right. that inner energy <laughs> what is really burning and I think that we can see the same thing as if we tell a group of adults to play very quickly they will take off their jackets mm -hmm. and you know they go man it's hot Whew. But it's because it's that inner playfulness, triggers that inner warmth, what melts mm. our frozen heart, so to speak. Mm. And, and then we can be playful again. So but as you say, also it's in society often as adults, you know, we are, we pointed, oh, you, you know, you have to be serious. You can't mm. go skipping or mm -hmm. the other day I was at this cafe. It was really beautiful. I was sitting at the window and uh, one of the staff finished working and she says goodbye to the other staff and she walks out and she skips out and she skips <laughs> through the street and I'm observing it and I could feel this joy within myself just watching her yeah. and I think she's about 28 or something like yeah. that and so a couple of days later I saw her again and I said well I I saw you going and she's Oh, I feel so, I felt so happy. He said, my work is not really my work. I'm, I'm feeling happy mm. to be here. You know, this is, and I think, wow, isn't it great if we can yeah. feel this at our work, yeah. that we can feel so happy that we can actually skipping out <laughs> into the big wild world, you know? And I thought, wow, isn't it? That is so, for me, wow. that was such a great example of that inner happiness, that inner joy. You could just mm. feel it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Do you think you could lead us in a short practice so to share with uh, the people who are listening or maybe yeah, watching? Yeah, yeah, of course. To kind of, yeah. so to experience that, what is it to cultivate that in us? Yeah, I really like uh, working with sounds and oh, okay. uh, I think it's a really <laughs> um, simple way. For me, that vibration of the sound mm. uh, really helps you to loosen that frozenness, you know, mm. within ourselves and also when we uh, say chant sounds, then of course there's a certain friction. So that's that heat what comes free. So again, it helps us to be more open. And sound is used in all different spiritual traditions. Mm. We've got Gregorian chanting, shamanic chanting. In Japan, they have chanting, and our Buddhist chanting, Hindu chanting. So you can see it in all these old traditions. Mm. And I think just for those reasons, you know, to melt that frozenness, that mm. anger and that worry and that really stiffness so that we can dance through life again. So yes. Mm. Okay. Um, so excited. <laughs> yeah. So just put your hands on your lap, uh, palms facing down. Should I chant with you? Or? you well, if you want. Yeah. I will, <laughs> I'll I will. wait to see what happens yeah. first. And then <laughs> maybe I join in. Maybe. <laughs> it's a 50 syllable mantra. No, just, just kidding. Um, it's very simple. <laughs> So, yeah, put your hands uh, on your lap, palms facing down. So for me, that palms facing down is also really bringing it inwards, you know, really touching your body with your hands and being grateful for that body because 
in that body that's your vehicle when where you really want to find that inner happiness you don't want to find it outside somewhere in la la land it's right here in your body because that body takes us into our daily life mm. right yeah so hence on your lap palms facing down then i take a couple of nice deep breaths into your belly really when you do this as much as possible feel that your belly moves forward on the in-breath and on the out-breath your belly moves inwards towards your spine not so much your chest but more your belly what is moving in-breath feel that really deep breath and on the out-breath we do this mantra this sound After we do some chanting, it's always really beneficial to just sit in that quiet resonance space after it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for talking with us about Reiki and sharing a practice and, and for your own inner joy.
that you share so freely. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Thank you, Maria. Let's keep dancing. I know, I know. Maybe we can talk again sometime. <laughs> Thank you, Franz, for this conversation and for sharing with us your playfulness and your perspective on the system of Reiki. I'm so grateful for your many teachings and for your living example of what it is to be Reiki in this world. If you want to find out more about Franz Dina, please check out his website at ihreiki.com. That's I-H-R-E-I-K-I.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the Be The Light podcast and for shining your light into your life, becoming part of this momentum of positive change and healing. I'm your host, Maria Kammerer. You can find out more about my work at attunecincinnati.com.